Why does mineral status matter when it comes to resolving chronic fatigue? Well, that's the topic of today's episode, and it's actually the foundation of the work I do with my clients and the reason they've seen improvements with their energy relatively quickly. And it's also why I believe conventional medicine methods fall short or have been missing the mark when it comes to helping you resolve your chronic fatigue and helping you get better. So if you're interested in learning more about why mineral status is important to assess, what tools I use to do that, and which minerals are critical to resolving chronic fatigue, then stick around. Welcome to the Living Free from Chronic Fatigue podcast, created for driven female professionals suffering from unrelenting fatigue and who desperately want to increase their energy. I'm your host, Pamela Otero, a nutritional therapy practitioner, HTMA expert, former running coach and personal trainer, and someone who's personally navigated this path. If you're a woman who wants to get back the energy you once had, and return to the body and the active lifestyle that you love, then you found yourself in the right place. Let's get to it. Well, hey there. I hope you're doing great today and you were able to do something simple this past week that was nourishing to you. It's been lightly raining and snowing on and off over here in New Mexico, which I absolutely love. I've been able to go snowshoeing a few times so far this winter, which has been nice. I'm hoping to get a few more hikes in before all the good snow melts. It's just one thing that I love to do that really just nourishes me. And I just feel like when you step away from the city, when you step away from the noise and all the to-dos and getting into the mountains um, and the fresh air, it's just something that's so cleansing to me. Now, I know you might be here with me today and doing something like that, snowshoeing or hiking, it was something you were able to do once upon a time, but right now where you're at, where you're currently standing with your health issues and with your fatigue, maybe it's not something you're able to do. And if that's the case, just know that there is hope that healing And uncovering the reasons or causes of your fatigue and resolving it once and for once and for all, it's absolutely possible. You'll get there. And I know that, and I feel confident about that because I'm proof of that. Because there was a time, there was a period of time for me where it was also so challenging and difficult and even at times impossible to be able to do any of that. And so I know how that feels. And that's probably why when I do get to go do these things these days, when I get to go snowshoeing and hiking and backpacking and all the things, it's probably why I enjoy it so much more because I wasn't able to do it. There were times that it was impossible for me to do those things. And there are things that I absolutely love and I enjoy doing. So just know that If that's you, if you're in a place right now where it's not something that you can do right now, just know that it's possible for you one day, someday soon, to be able to do the things that you used to be able to do and do the things that you love and to be able to get out and be active like you once were. Okay? So just hang in there. 
it's going to happen. It's just going to take some time and some more patience. And I know you're probably like, Hey, it's been a lot of time and I've been very patient. I'm just so frustrated, but just hang in there. All right. And if that's you and you're not in that energetic place to be able to get outside, like I just mentioned, you know, I really want to encourage you to do something, you know, simple, something that gives you that feeling of nourishment that refreshes you in some way, even if it's something simple, that's gentle, going out for a short walk, maybe sitting out on your porch in the sunshine, doing something that just really nourishes you in a gentle way. Because I do believe it helps lift our spirits. I do believe getting out in the sunshine, if you have access to sunshine right now, it is really nourishing and it really does lift your spirit. I know it does for me. And so even when I wasn't able to do those active things, um, just getting outside into some fresh air, it really just changed my attitude. It changed my mood and it really just lifted my spirit. So I want to encourage you to do that. If you're someone that just isn't in the energetic place to be able to do anything more than that. All right. So today on the podcast, I wanted to talk with you about something you may or may not be familiar with. I wanted to talk with you about mineral status And the reason I wanted to talk with you about this is for a few reasons. So first and foremost, um, this will be something I come back to or talk about quite often here on the podcast, because minerals specifically are foundational to the work I do with my clients who are struggling with chronic fatigue and who are struggling with a lot of other symptoms that come along with that. Now, If you're someone who's already listened to episode three of the podcast, Decoding Fatigue, Unveiling Nine Hidden Culprits, I know it was a long one, Um, but on that episode, I shared one of the reasons or causes that I've uncovered as a culprit of chronic fatigue, and it was number four on my list, and it had to do with nutrient deficiencies. When it comes to nutrient deficiencies, Assessing mineral status is one of the ways that I'm able to identify those deficiencies. So you might be wondering what exactly I mean by mineral status, right? Well, all it means basically is just figuring out what minerals, both the macro minerals, the ones you need in larger amounts in your body and trace minerals, minerals, the ones you need in smaller amounts, they're still necessary and critical, but you just need them in smaller amounts. Really assessing mineral status is looking at the body and assessing what minerals are present in your body, the amounts of those minerals, the ratios of those minerals um, to each other, because minerals actually operate in combination with each other. They don't operate in isolation, but when I talk about assessing mineral status, all I'm talking about is just looking at and figuring out what are the minerals, the macro minerals and the trace minerals that are present in your body. And assessing this is really crucial because minerals are key players. They're key cofactors. I like to think of them as 
must-have ingredients, um, like a recipe, for every function, process, and system in your entire body, for all of your cells, for all of your tissues, for everything in your body to operate and function. And just how I mentioned in episode three, like I said, that nutrient deficiencies are one of the culprits of chronic fatigue. Every other culprit I mentioned in that episode, the other eight are also dependent on these minerals too. So these macro and trace minerals, they're critical. And like I said, because your body needs these key ingredients, these cofactors, your body needs them in the right combination in order to function properly. When there is any sort of imbalance, any imbalance can throw things off kilter and leave you feeling extremely fatigued, chronically fatigued, lacking any sort of energy and feeling wiped out super easily. All of those are signs of poor, poor stress resilience. And so if you're listening here with me right now, you're probably experiencing some of those feelings, right? Now, not only is chronic fatigue a sign of imbalance, right? With these minerals, it's a symptom, right? You're experiencing this symptom, this fatigue issue, this energy issue. I can almost guarantee that that's not the only symptom, the only thing that you're experiencing. But when there are other, um, or I should say, when there are any sort of imbalances with those minerals, you're probably also experiencing other things like getting sick all the time, having chronic infections, chronically dealing with diarrhea or constipation, possibly dealing with constant migraines or severe headaches, feeling cold all of the time. Maybe you're experiencing things like losing your hair or starting to deal with or experience skin issues when you never had skin issues before. Maybe even having unexplained muscle and joint pain. Okay, these are all signs. These are all red flags that without a doubt, besides fatigue, that you have mineral imbalances or you have severe depletions of specific minerals. Does that make sense? And two of the biggest mistakes I see so many women make and ones that I was making myself years ago was thinking that just because I was eating healthy, that just because I was eating clean, that just because I was taking supplements, just because I was doing those things, I made the mistake of thinking that I was getting all the nutrients my body needed. But that's why I feel that minerals are so critical and why it's so important to assess our mineral status is because I struggled for so long and I was so frustrated because I thought I was doing all the right things, but it was because of these imbalances and these deficiencies that I was dealing with all of these issues and all of these symptoms 
we're showing up. Not to mention what kind of triggered all of that, like I've shared in previous episodes, what triggered all of that and all of those symptoms and all of those depletions and imbalances was because of all the chronic stress physically, emotionally, and mentally that I was under for years. Part of that stress, which was self-induced because I wasn't listening to my body, I kept pushing through. I was not only burning through all those nutrients that were in that healthy food that I was eating, those minerals as one of those nutrients, that chronic stress was not only causing me to burn through them, but I wasn't even absorbing most of them because I had so much inflammation and stress inside my body and inside my brain. And I wasn't even absorbing them. I was burning through them and I was just losing them. All that healthy food I was eating, all those expensive supplements I was taking, they weren't getting into my body. And like I said, they were just being burned through or they were being dumped from my body at a level I couldn't keep up with. And if that wasn't enough, you would think that'd be enough, right? Things like prescription medications that I was taking, they were further depleting me of those necessary minerals and vitamins that my body needed to function. And that further depletion was causing even more health issues and more mineral imbalances. Pretty crazy, right? And that's why I believe so strongly in the importance of assessing mineral status. It's absolutely the crucial, crucial first step that I take with clients when addressing chronic fatigue, as well as other symptoms. So, Up until this point, if your healthcare team, your medical providers, if they've just been using the conventional medicine model of prescribing you more medications that have both a ton of side effects, right? I'm not sure you know this, but these medications, they also deplete you of vital minerals and vitamins that matter. And if that's the approach that your healthcare team has been taking, it's no wonder that you haven't made any progress or you don't feel any better. And I know that might sound like a bold statement, but it's true. And I have a strong feeling that you agree with me too. So now that I hope you understand why assessing mineral status is so important, You might be thinking, Pamela, how in the heck do you actually do that, right? How do you know which minerals are out of whack or that you're lacking? Well, there's a couple of tools, detective tools, as I like to call them, because I like to think of myself as a detective and a root work seeker, but there's a couple of tools I use and that I highly recommend Um, And then I'm going to be talking about in uh, more detail in the next two upcoming episodes. I'll be going deeper into each of them. But for the sake of time and the intention of this episode, 
I'm just going to briefly explain what they are and why they, why I use them. So this whole mineral status thing is kind of like a three-part series. I'm going to touch on, um, you know, these two tools I use, and I'm going to dive deeper in the next couple episodes. And they tie in with today's episode, which is all about why mineral status matters and assessing it and how that can help us get to the root cause of chronic fatigue. But for the sake of time, like I said, um, I'm just going to briefly explain what they are and why I use them. Okay. So the two tools I use for assessing mineral status are hair tissue mineral analysis. It's often referred to as HTMA and blood chemistry, which is basically just blood work. All right. Now you might be familiar with functional labs already. HTMA and blood chemistry or blood work, they're considered functional labs. But you might also be familiar with other functional labs like the GI map or the Dutch or the OATS test. And there's some others. And those are all great and valuable tools. But the reason I use HTMA and blood chemistry, these um, specific functional labs, are for a handful of reasons. And I want to just kind of explain why because I think it'll make sense, especially if you're someone that's familiar with functional labs already. So first off, I use HTMA and blood chemistry because they're the least expensive of all the functional labs to run. HTMA only costs about $65 to um, process a test and blood work almost always can be covered by insurance. And if you're someone that doesn't have insurance, there are some companies where you can pay out of pocket and you can actually request um, certain blood work and go to a certain site in your town um, to get that blood work drawn. All right. So that's the first reason why is they're just the least expensive of all the functional labs to run. And I really like to um, take into account cost, um, because it's, you know, a concern and it's a, a barrier for a lot of individuals and probably you. Um, so that's the first reason. The second is they've both been around the longest of all the functional labs. Um, and you know, they've been, lo- they've been around longer than the GI map and the Dutch. And so they've been around the longest and they have a tremendous amount of evidence regarding their accuracy. So that's the second reason why I use those two. The third reason is because both of them work really well together. They complement each other when it comes to assessing mineral status. And it's why I use them as foundational tools. Um, there's, you know, I'll talk about this in the upcoming, um, episodes and I'll go into the pros and cons, but I really feel that they complement each other and they kind of help each other out and they work well together. So the fourth reason why I use these tools is because they provide the most amount of information about mineral status and having that amount of information can really provide a lot of insight into how well your body is functioning or how poorly it's functioning. HTMA and blood chemistry do a fantastic job of giving you lots of information about the body's systems and how they're functioning. 
The fifth reason I use these two functional labs is because they really can help determine if those other functional labs, like the ones I just mentioned, are even necessary. And this can be hugely valuable because those other functional labs can be very costly, 500, 600, 800, $1,000 for some of them, which for many people who in my experience are working with nutritional therapists like me or with other functional holistic nutritionists, they're more than likely paying out of pocket. So this is a really important factor to consider, at least I think it is. And so I really like to start with functional labs that give my clients the biggest bang for their buck and not have to fork out any kind of outrageous amounts of money for labs if we don't need to. And that's why I like to start with these two, or one of the reasons I should say. And then lastly, and most importantly, you know, assessing mineral status first is a foundational step that needs to take place, at least I found in my practice, in order to start connecting the dots when it comes to uncovering the root causes of chronic fatigue. Mineral status is really where we need to start first. Now, yes, health history, I always do an intake on that. It's hugely important. And um, getting a list of prescription medications, all of that factors in because what I tend to do is I look up these prescription medications. I look up what they're known to um, deplete people of, what vitamins and minerals. So that's super helpful. But I take those two things into consideration when I'm doing this mineral status assessment. But in order to start putting pieces of the puzzle together, really having tools using these two functional labs can really help start the process of assessing mineral status in your body. And it's really where we start from. Now, I do have to say that using these two functional labs, HTMA and blood chemistry, or any lab test for that matter, it's only as good as the person analyzing them. So I really want you to keep that in mind, maybe put that in your back pocket, tuck it away for a rainy day um, as you navigate your healing journey and as you continue to work with your healthcare team, because I will say that even when it comes to blood work, there are medical professionals out there that are not um, as experienced in analyzing blood chemistry And if they are, they might only be looking at a really small blood panel. They don't run a whole comprehensive blood panel. And the other reason I think it's important for you to understand that the functional labs, you know, are only as good as the person analyzing them is you might be someone that has, um, maybe two or three different providers, different specialists that you're working with. And unfortunately, at least in my experience, um, they kind of operate in isolation and they're only looking at the organ or the system that they are specialized in. And they don't really factor in, um, all the other systems in the body. And when it comes to blood work, they're just looking at the blood markers that impact their specialty. 
And so I do feel that it's important for you to know that and just, you know, really advocate for yourself and ask questions as you are working with your healthcare team. When you get blood work done, um, asking them questions about what those blood markers mean. Okay. Cause it's important that yes, if you run it, you want to know what the heck does it mean? What's going on in the body? All right. So that's just a total aside, but, um, those are, you know, the two functional labs, like I said, that I like to use and start with, um, when assessing mineral status and, um, a couple other things I want to mention when it comes to these two labs specifically is that there are three key differences between the two of them. Um, and like I said, in the coming weeks, I'll explain the pros and cons, of each of them and get a lot more granular, um, in discussing each of them. But for today, I really just want to share with you three key differences that I'd like you to walk away knowing if you don't already, um, between blood work and HTMA, because you're probably well aware of what blood work is. You may be, you know, this HTMA may be completely new to you. Um, but I do want you to know, um, that there are some key differences, um, in each of those. So when it comes to blood work, what we're really looking at when we go and get blood drawn is we're really just looking at a snapshot in time. It's a shorter window of time when we're assessing your mineral status. Okay. Whereas with HTMA, with hair tissue mineral analysis, the great thing about that is it provides a bigger picture anywhere from two to three months of history of mineral minerals that are in the body. So that's kind of a pro, but, um, I think it's just a key difference that I think it's important for you to know if you don't already. Now, the second key difference is that HTMA assesses mineral status, specifically intracellular activity at the tissue level that we can't see in blood work. Okay. So that's also a very key difference between the two is we are looking at intracellular activity at the tissue level, deeper in the body, not just what's circulating in the blood. All right. And then the third key difference is that HTMA has the ability to assess in addition to mineral status, it also has the ability to assess toxic metal accumulation which actually impacts minerals. Um, and it has the ability to assess the body's level of stress and how it compensates for that stress through mineral patterns that show up on the HTMA and blood work doesn't show that. Now I will say that blood work does a better job of assessing specifically iron status compared to HTMA. But like I said earlier, that's why I think they work well together. Okay. Cause no one lab, no one test is going to give you everything, you know, perfectly wrapped up in a box with a bow. Right. And speaking of wrapped up, um, as I wrap up this episode, there is one more thing that I do want to touch on before you get going. And that has to do with what minerals specifically are we looking to assess that are directly connected to chronic fatigue. 
Because if you're here right now listening to this episode, more than likely you are struggling with fatigue at some level, some degree. And so I do think it's important to also just share with you when we're looking at mineral status, you know, what are the minerals specifically that we're looking to assess directly um, related to chronic fatigue? Now, although um, many macro and trace minerals are all critically important to resolving chronic fatigue, um, when it comes to the main players, kind of like the most important, not to say that the others are not, but when it comes to the key players, the key minerals, calcium, magnesium, sodium, and potassium, they are the key critical minerals that set the tone or influence how the rest of those other macro and trace minerals act. Okay. So when I'm doing an HTMA, I'm really first starting with calcium, magnesium, sodium, and potassium. I'm really looking at balancing those minerals first, um, before I work on balancing other macro and trace minerals, um, that I can see on an HTMA, um, because these four minerals, they have the greatest impact on your body's systems and how they function. They're not the only minerals that impact how your bodies function, but they have the greatest impact. So really looking at those along with, you know, the other ones, but those are the key players. So I wanted to give you a couple of examples because I did touch on these two um, culprits in episode three. I talked about your adrenal glands and I talked about your thyroid glands. And so I wanted to just kind of give you an example um, with, you know, mineral status and specific minerals in the body, um, that have to do with those two kind of systems or functions. Um, when it comes to your adrenal health and your adrenal glands, your body needs sufficient amounts in the right combination. That's really important of sodium, potassium, magnesium, zinc, copper, and selenium in order to function properly. Okay, those are the primary minerals that are needed for the adrenal glands. Now, whether there is either an imbalance or a deficiency, you might experience symptoms like obviously fatigue, high or low blood pressure, chronic infections, insomnia, anxiety, skin issues, and salt cravings. If there is an imbalance or a deficiency in those minerals and how your adrenal glands are functioning. Okay. Now, when it comes to your thyroid health, I'm just going to give you, like I said, a couple examples in your thyroid gland, for example, your body needs iodine, sodium, magnesium, selenium, copper, zinc, and iron to function properly. And common symptoms or signs of things not being quite right are things like, yep, you guessed it, fatigue, hair loss, cold intolerance, muscle pain, insomnia, chronic diarrhea or constipation, things like that, all right? So can you see why assessing mineral status is so crucial? Why it's so important? I hope so. So 
As I close out today's episode, you know, I just want to say that regardless of how in-depth or advanced a protocol is that your healthcare team may or may not be providing you, healing requires energy, right? It requires the ability of your body to transport and utilize minerals, and it requires a healthy stress response that is dependent on minerals. So in order to heal, you need minerals, right? So keep those minerals, or at least the topic today that I, you know, wanted to, you know, that I shared with you, keep mineral status, keep minerals in mind as you move forward in your journey. And also keep in mind the level of stress you might be under right now or have been under for some time. Because if you're anyone like who I was years ago, like I said, who was eating healthy and taking expensive supplements, thinking I was doing all the right things, but I was under a tremendous amount of stress, pushing through and ignoring the whispers of my body, depleting my body just because of that stress of those minerals, right? I want you to really think about that. If you are also somebody that's under a tremendous amount of stress and you too are pushing through and ignoring all of these red flags and you haven't yet broken down, you haven't hit rock bottom yet, I want to just say it's right around the corner. So please just slow down and listen Listen to what your body is telling you. Try not to keep pushing through. And if you have the ability to have these conversations with your healthcare team, have the conversations about assessing your mineral status, I want to encourage you to do that. Okay? All right, my friend. Um, if you thought today's episode was insightful and interesting, and you know you're curious, you'd like to continue learning more about HTMA and blood work, like I brought up, um, I really would love to have you join me over the next few weeks as I continue sharing more about minerals, sharing more about assessing mineral status, sharing more about the details of HTMA and blood work. Um, My hope is to also, when I have the episode on blood work, to provide you a um, handout that you can download um, that has a pretty detailed list of blood work that I'd highly encourage you to have your healthcare provider um, run if they haven't already. Um, So if that's something that you're curious about and you want to learn more, then just continue to join me over the next few weeks and um, we'll dive a little deeper into this. It's kind of like a three-part series. Um, But until then, I really want to encourage you to do something simple that nourishes your mind, your body, and your spirit. Chat with you next week. 
The content and opinions shared on this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your medical condition or your situation. Thank you.